Hey, what's up, guys? It's Thursday. You know what that means. We're back with the crazy and the weird with Noadia. Um, today's topic is dating. Oh, and before I forget, happy Christmas Eve. Um, I was really debating on releasing an episode today, but we're going to do it because I just have some thoughts that I have to get out. So as you guys know, I brought up my best friend in the previous episodes, but he wanted to join and added his input in a couple of these topics. So uh, we're going to get dating from the point of view of my best friend, Timothy. Timothy, say hi to everybody. Yo, what's up? Oh, my God. (laughs) All right, guys. So we're just going to get right into it. All right. So what I've noticed about dating in like today's society is a lot of people don't do it. You know what I mean? Like, I do casual dating, but, like, if I mention that I'm talking to multiple people or I'm dating multiple people, a lot of the men and girls get mad. They're like, oh, why are you talking to so many people at once? And you know what I mean? Would you ever consider doing that, Tim? Um, well, well, personally, it's not for me. I couldn't, like, juggle multiple people. I don't have the capacity to do so. But I see, I definitely see how that works for some people like it would definitely be better to not just focus on one person because since we have such limited time as young people like having multiple options at one time would probably be a more efficient way to date than picking one person and then trying to like work things out with them yes exactly um i used to think i was a one person type of person but um you know this past year I've really grown and I'm seeing that I can multiple juggle multiple people um but yeah it is way more efficient for me to just root out multiple people at the same time rather than okay I like this one person I'm only going to focus on this one person I'm only going to talk to this one person and spend all my time on them and don't talk to anyone else and then it doesn't end up working out which is what happened with my ex so I've had both sides I see the benefits to both sides but currently as young as I am I feel like casual dating should be more of a thing I think people take serious relationships well I don't mind serious relationships let me not say that I think people take dating as like this long end game So growing up Christian, my problem before was that I was always dating to marry. And that's what I grew up hearing. That's what me and my friends always knew. It was, you have to date to marry. You have to court the person that you're dating. And, you know, it was never just date for experience or date to see what you would like in a partner or how you would be in a relationship. It was never that. It was date to marry, basically, you know, so you don't waste your time. But with the mindset of dating to marry, I feel like I've wasted my time a lot more, but I don't know. From what what is it from your perspective, Tim? Cuz you're also Christian and you're a lot better at it than me. But <laughs> what do you think about the dating to marry? Well, dating to marry. E. E. Okay, so um I believe that dating to marry is kind of um I feel like it depends on the society that you're in because in American society our society is very like it's its foundation is on freedom and liberty and like doing what you want following your heart all that stuff so having all those having all those values it doesn't allow you to be a date to marry type person especially when like I, I think that 
the Daytimeri societies are more like the religious, the really religious societies like India and like Saudi Arabia and all that stuff. And like old Christian societies. Like those those societies have like had small communities and dating to marry basically meant dating to fulfill like both of y'all have to fulfill this standard, this outside standard. But like everyone has their own standards nowadays. So like y'all have to like really it's more of an individual thing rather than a societal thing. Like to date to marry now seems very limiting because we all have standards, we all have things that we want in the other person, but we're not always we're not all trying to meet this one goal that's outside of our own standard. If that makes sense. Yes, it does make sense. I really had to realize that this year because my mentality, although I haven't agreed with everything that I've been learning in church and all the ideology, some of the things I did take back with me would be um, dating to marry. And like this year, <laughs> literally taught me so much about relationships. And I think that that mindset is it's hurtful. I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm going to I'm really say it like you said, it's limited. It's hurtful. Um, if you're an honest person and you tell a person up front, hey, I'm dating to marry and I don't want to waste my time. And then the person comes back and they're like, well, I just want to, you know, date and see what happens and see like what goes with the flow. You're going to get your heart broken because trust and believe that a lot of people are not dating to marry. And um, while it's not necessarily a bad, you know, mindset to have, I will say you have to be very cautious because um, unless you plan on marrying someone who's also of a like mind, you know, it would be very difficult to convince somebody who already had their mindset on just dating to date to date to marry, you know, get them to court you and do all the extra stuff that comes with that ideology. But I mean, <laughs> props to anybody who is still dating like that, because honestly, it could not be me. Um, but I think what else did I want to I wanted to go into some things I've seen um, about dating that we just really need to like have more of a discussion about. So girls like me and a lot of other people fall for potential. I remember watching a video the other day and it said, we need to stop falling for this idea that we have of the person in our mind and fall for the person that is right in front of us or walk away from the situation. And I think that is a huge problem in today's world. We always want to, you know, think about, oh, this person would be so much better if they just did this, you know, let me hold on to that. Let me, you know, think about all the good that can happen if this person finally decides to, let's say, work out or they finally decide to pr uh, prioritize me. Um, personally, I've seen it not end well. Like my cousin and her boyfriend, honest to God, I when she comes to me about her relationship problems because um like i've said in previous episodes my cousin is like the best thing on planet earth to me so to, it hurts me to hear her putting up with such mediocre issues and it's like it, now that i'm thinking back on it it's you're you're with him still because of the potential that he has why won't you get it through your head that this is not who he is you're in love with somebody in the future, not with somebody that's with you presently. Like, do, does that make sense? Like, I just, a lot of people fall for, for potential, not what's actually there. Yeah. The, all right. So what I learned, the biggest problem with that is that um, the reason why people don't let people go or let things go is basically because of investment. 
Like, we as humans do not like when our investments are not, like, paid off. But, like, mm. we don't get the benefit of our investments. People put, people in, will invest so much time and effort into somebody that they will willingly ignore all signs, all red flags just to have their investment fulfilled and they know that it's not going to be fulfilled but they hope it and they want it so bad that they will stay in any type of toxic thing so when people when you see people doing that it's not necessarily the fact that they're foolish or anything but it's literally just because they just don't want their investment to go to waste like they are not comfortable with that truth but sometimes you literally just have to take the L and invest in something else like not everything that you invest in will be good but you just have to be smart with your investments and and it's like the longer you you stay in that investment is the harder it is to let it go because the longer you stay is the more you invest and then the more you invest is the more you realize that you lost and then it's just like a loop so you have to get out of that loop as soon as possible yes i completely agree that i think that was my issue with mr s my previous ex and like a major reason why i wouldn't want to leave is because i put way too much time and pressure and energy into the relationship for us to get to the point where we were at the end, which was somewhat better than what where we were in the, the middle. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, well, he's getting better. So, you know, like, let me just stay and wait and see how it goes. But, you know, eventually you're going to be fed up. And this this is why I, I had to realize with myself, I had to realize with my friends and family, eventually the person is going to be fed up. There's going to be a point where you're like, you know what? I can't do it anymore. I don't want to do this. This investment is a waste of time. I'm going to keep it pushing and keep it moving with my life. That's the decision that I had to make. And it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. And it's going to be a decision that, you know, some people how will have to make in their life. And when it comes to that point, I want you to know, like, even if you stayed in it months past where when you were supposed to leave or years, the point is you left. You found the courage, the energy, you know, you, you're taking back your investment. So I'm proud of you if you have done this or you're, you know, trying to go through that right now. But you take as much time as you need because at the end of the day, it's between you and that person and you'll decide when you're done. That's that's honestly what it is. Um, I will. Another point I wanted to make about dating was, oh, my God, my thoughts are running. There's so many thoughts right now in my head. Um making expectations clear at the beginning that was something I really tried to do my last relationship was um, set expectations and boundaries early because if you don't you will run into this problem of where something will come down later on in the line and you won't be happy about it but your partner didn't know so in a way it's both of your faults and okay so let's let's give a boundary let's say you're the type of person who doesn't need to see your partner every day and you say hey i don't need to see you every day maybe three or four times a week is okay with me and 
let's say you didn't tell your partner that and they're trying to make plans with you every day do you see how annoyed you'll be because you didn't tell your partner that simple things like this can be annoyed just tell them you know hey i i only want to see you four times a week and if they're okay with that they'll compromise with you and they'll be like okay i understand and they'll make plans for four days a, like a week you know um but what are some expectations you have tim some some boundaries that are like they're they're non-negotiable for you non-negotiable boundaries um let me think some non-negotiable boundaries they cannot be they cannot treat like our relationship as a as a like a game like I don't like mm. I don't like when people aren't really serious or they don't value what I have because me personally I feel like anybody I get involved with um, I go in with the intention of working through problems like not necessarily going in and then seeing if this person has a problem and then oh as soon as I see the problem I clear it like you have to be able to discuss things like I don't like people who are like prideful and they don't want to change themselves or they won't right. listen to somebody when they talk like or listen to like my point or like be willing to compromise or just don't take what we have seriously like that will be the immediate turnoff like I definitely won't stay in any relationship or any situation where I'm not valued or what I'm saying isn't valued or what I do isn't valued. I know that's right mm-hmm. <laughs> you preaching to the choir <laughs> okay because no I, I completely understand um growing up though again back to like being in the church and whatever and whatnot we um they told us to make this list of non-negotiables of things that we would not compromise on and that our future partners had to have in order for us to get involved with them and let's see if i can remember my list i think my list was it wasn't ridiculous like everyone else's but um i don't think i still have the same list my list has changed after going to therapy after being involved with so many people but um, I think when I was younger, it was like, oh, he has to be Christian. You know, I was just trying to appease them people. I didn't really care at the end of the day what religion you are. But um, I was like, he has to be um, handsome. But for me, everyone knows the way I view beauty. I think everyone is beautiful. Honest to God. I think everyone is beautiful in their own way. I see beauty in a lot of different things. But, um, you know, being attracted to your spouse is a big thing. Like, I, I've always been saying, like, if I don't want to rip your clothes off when I see you, I don't think I should be involved with you because I, I don't want to be in a situation where, because this is my problem. It's like, oh, he's kind of cute. I'll learn to love him. I, that's the problem that girls have in today's society. Stop growing to love someone. Why, why do older women give that advice? Oh, just get into the relationship. You'll grow to love him. No, I want to love him when I see him. You know, I want to love him like as soon as he does the most wonderful thing for me. I don't want to be stuck in this relationship for years and then learn to love him after the fact. That's what people do in arranged marriages. I'm if I get married it'll be because I'm so in love with this person that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with them. The hell I look like settling for less. So like 
no I'm even if I do I see he's like somewhat attractive I'm not doing that whole thing where oh well maybe he'll be more attractive to me later down the line then I, I wouldn't be dating him <laughs> okay it's either I want to rip your clothes off or I don't either way I find people beautiful but for me personally to get involved with a person if I don't find you attractive in that way I just don't see it working out honest to god um I had Christian, handsome, intelligent, you know, because we don't want no bums. We love a nice, educated man. Um, what else did I say? Charismatic, um, funny, because I've... <laughs> My high school boyfriend, well, the the one I dated my senior year, he he thought he was funny in his own way, but we didn't have the same sense of humor. So it was basically like talking to a brick wall, and I'm sure he felt the same way. So it was kind of like, oh, you're not funny. Like, I'm not really getting anything out of this. And like a lot of our conversations were dry and nonchalant. Yeah, I don't I don't want another relationship like that ever again. I don't care if we don't have the same sense of humor, but I want us to be able to be like, oh, you know what? Like, we'll find like a middle ground. Like, I don't have the same sense of humor with a lot of people, but I want to be able to find a middle ground or, some, you know, have somewhat of a similar sense of humor. Because goddamn, I'm, if I have to be married to you for the rest of my life, I better find you funny. I'm not going to be sitting there bored because I don't find you funny. No, I would never do that again. Um... I mean, money is kind of a big thing for a lot of people. I will say this. I don't want you to be broke. And I don't want this to sound mean or anything, but I dated a guy. This is my high school boyfriend who had a job, but he didn't know how to save or use his money. And I was constantly the one paying for things. He also didn't have his own car. So I was the one picking him up whenever we go on dates and stuff. I don't want to date someone like that ever again, especially because I date people who are typically older than me, like 24 and older. If I'm, if you're 24 and older, not saying that you need to have your life together, but if you don't have some kind of job, a car, somewhere to live, I don't want to date you. No, I'm not doing it. Just like TLC said, I don't want no bum, no scrubs. I'm good. Um, I did that when I was 17. I am 19, about to be 20. I am too damn grown to be sitting here providing for a man. Me, a breadwinner? No. It's <laughs> just not for me. Not for me. I, could, I can't do that anymore. So I, I don't want you to... I, I don't want to say I don't want you to be broke, but I don't want you to be broke. I want you to have some money to your name. You know what I'm saying? And if you are broke, what are your goals for you to get back to where you're in a place where you're financially stable? Okay? Like, that makes sense. That's that's reasonable. Because some of these girls be like, he needs to make six figures a year. And that's, that's really materialistic. Money isn't everything for me, but I don't want to be struggling. Okay? I don't want to be struggling either. I've been struggling my whole life. I would not be struggling when I date the next person I date or when I get married. <laughs> just me. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's my list when I was younger. But now my list, like, going back over it with my therapist, she asked me, um, what are some things that your partner needs to have for you to be happy? And I realized since then my list has changed. Not that my list was any superficial you know, wants in any way, but like now I want somebody who's emotionally available. I want somebody who understands that I have trauma and triggers. I want somebody that'll communicate with me. Like that kind of stuff is what makes it on my list. Not so much so he needs to be handsome, he needs to be Christian, he needs to be intelligent. Those things are important too, but growing up now, 
I need someone to be there for me emotionally just as much as he will be there for me physically and mentally and all of that good stuff. Did you ever have a list, Tim? Or do you have a list now of, like, criteria that, like, girls need to fit? Not need to fit, but, like, it's like a checklist that you check off. Uh, So I have been... I've noticed, like, in the past few months that there are some... There's some, like, things that I noticed that's, like, that puts certain people... That makes certain people stand out than others. So... I... My, my number one requirement for a girl is that I have to trust them with my heart. I have to trust mm. them with my heart. Now, this is a, this is a very, uh, I don't think a lot of men know, do this or like are aware of this, but there's a lot of things that, there is a sensitive or emotional side to men as emotionless as they might seem or like as one dimensional as they might seem. There is a part of us, because we're human, of course, there's a part of us that contains passion, emotion, sadness, guilt, all that stuff, right? Now, the girls and society in general, it makes girls seem like the only thing that is valuable about them is their body and their willingness to Mm. give pleasure to men, like physical pleasure. But that is never, that has never, ever, well, in my experience, that has never kept a man, ever. At all. That never keeps a man. A man cannot be kept, they cannot be kept by sex. A man can never be kept by sex, the majority of men at least. Cannot be kept, like, one woman cannot keep one man just by having sex. A man has to be able to trust the woman with his heart now that is a my criteria for that is that a woman needs to have virtue and like a virtue I'm still in the process of defining it but it's basically the caring the loving the the guidance and the the I'm in your corner mentality not just the oh what can you do for me mentality or the oh how do you look how do you represent me saying like you have to care about me as much as I care about you and like if you care about me and you're willing to let go of certain things for my sake like if you're willing to accept the bad parts of me along with the good parts and you'll stay and you'll still love me the same way then I consider that like virtuous and I'll yield my heart to you. So for example, um, if I have an insecurity or something or something that I did in the past or something like that, like an insecurity, they have an insecurity and I tell you about it and like I'm really insecure about it or whatever, or it's really concerning me and you don't, you don't like, you don't help me with it you kind of just say oh well it's no big deal like i guess some people have it but you can deal with it or something or it's not really that big a deal you don't have to you don't have to worry about it or something like if i don't get the substance that i need for that situation that insecurity then i won't consider you valuable anymore like my value in women 
is now only rooted in their personality, their mentality and stuff, not just their bodies. Like, of course, I need to be attracted to you and stuff, but that's not going to keep me because a lot of people are attractive. But like, if you can, if you can handle the bad parts of me, if you can handle the times when I'm sad, the times when I'm guilty, the times when I'm upset or something, as well as the times when I'm happy and when I'm excited and stuff, if you can handle me when I'm weak, like if you can be strong when I'm weak, then I will stay. Like I will hold you at a higher value than every other girl that I've ever met because you can you can handle me. Like you have my heart and I can trust you with my heart. So yeah, that's basically right. that's what I that's what I've noticed now. And I think that's the one that I think about the most for sure. Oh my, you're being modest. I I don't know if I'm just biased or not, but I don't think there's any bad parts to you. At least not anymore. I've seen you grown. I, I didn't mention this, but we've been friends since high school and we work together now. Um, we're both in college now. But like seeing you grow, I really don't think there's anything bad to you now. Oh, like you've really grown over the months like i'm i'm really proud of you so i think you're being modest by saying she has to love my bad parts too i really don't see anything bad about you but maybe i'm biased so i i don't know um okay um uh, but i do think that like a lot of girls do have this list and this criteria that they force upon their spouses not spouses but significant others to have and i think it's really funny whenever i see it in entertainment and social media it's like oh he has to be six foot tall he has to be a basketball player he has to make six figures i'm like you guys are so materialistic lower your standards just a little bit and maybe you'll find a man and it'll be those people who don't last longer relationships like they're constantly going in and out of relationships because they have such superficial ideas of what they want in a significant other and I, I'm sorry I really have to say this those things will not make you happy my first boyfriend was somebody that was my height or my, maybe even shorter than me I think he was shorter than me did I give a fuck no because height is really not that big of a deal like one of my god moms she's way taller than my goddad. so i mean is height really that big of a real deal breaker that you wouldn't date somebody because they're 5'10 like you know most guys aren't six feet right girls like i hope you realize that like that's a very for me i'm just gonna say it's a very stupid thing to have on your list and you're blocking your blessings when you say shit like that and it makes me so mad it's like i'm sure there's so many guys out there that are really nice and you're not giving them a chance because they're 5'10". First of all, you're five feet. They're still very much taller than you, even if you don't see the difference. So what are you doing going to date somebody that's six foot four? Like, and first of all, those couples look weird. <laughs> they look really weird. When you're like five three and you're dating someone six four, it's not as cute as y'all think it is. I'd rather that person be like five eight dating someone who's six four or five five, like someone my height dating someone who's six foot. But god damn, y'all be the shortest of bitches and then wanna date somebody who's as tall as a fucking basketball player. Like, no, I think you need to lower your standards. It's not that big of a deal. Um, but that's that's just me, Chad. That's just me. Um I definitely think that um my generation needs to go on more dates. I said this in my last 
episode, and I will say it again. There is nothing wrong with casual dating. You need to do it more. You need to go on more dates. You need to explore the world. You are too damn young to be getting into a relationship and settling down because I guarantee you, if you guys break up, you're going to be real upset (laughs) that you didn't get to experience nothing because you're what now in your late 20s and all of a sudden dating is so hard for you. Yeah, you should have dated while you were still young, but you wanted to be in a relationship so goddamn bad you didn't wait. And um, that's something I had to teach myself um, over the past two years was to stop wanting to be in a relationship so much. A lot of girls, like I used to, uh, I used to watch this dating show. Me and my um, one of my friends, we watched Love Island. I don't know if any of you guys know what that show is, but um, a lot of the girls would ask the other girls, "Are you a relationship person or are you a single person?" And a lot of the girls would be like, "Oh, honestly, I'm better in a relationship. This and that and the third. And I used to say that. I used to think that I was better. I was a better person in a relationship. But now looking back, no. I don't like being in a relationship at all. I think I like single Noidia a lot better. Um, she's a lot more calm. She's not a stress. She's doing her own thing. She's opinionated in all her ways. She has her boundaries set. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that relationship me is bad, but in my previous relationships, I have not been the best person in those relationships. Um, maybe the next relationship I get into, it will be different. But um, as for right now, I will stop saying I'm better in a relationship. I think I'm better in single. Um... But yeah, like growing up, it was always, I want to be in a relationship. I want to be in a relationship. I'm tired of being single. Like everyone around me has a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend. That's not fair. Like does nobody find me attractive? And a lot of that stems from, you know, low self-esteem issues, which I used to have. I mean, I struggle, you know, every day with that kind of stuff, but it's not nearly as bad as it was when I was 12, 13, you know, growing up and hearing all of that stuff and learning about relationships. Um... I think the thing that most people need to realize, not only girls, is you need to stop wanting to be in a relationship. You need to learn how to be your own person, love yourself first before you go do anything with anyone. Um, I think that mentality is uh, very sickening and um, it's not beneficial in any way to anyone. And it's not... um, it's not a healthy mindset to be in because trust me, I used to be in that mindset. I don't think I was healthy that entire time. So, um yeah this whole because you see everyone else being in a relationship you want to be in a relationship as well if you don't just sit your ass down and be single and enjoy being single because i'm telling you whether or not you really love your partner relationships are stressful they take a lot of work and the longer you're in that relationship is the more work it's gonna take so i'm telling you Unless you feel like you're really mentally ready to be in a relationship, just chill, okay? Just belong to the streets. Get out your feelings. Stop saying you want to be in a relationship. I get it. It can get lonely. I understand. But when those times come for you getting lonely, I want you to tap into something. There's something called the five love languages, and I've been learning about it Um about like five years ago and I've really been trying to use it more and more um I want you to tap into that there's a quiz that you can take online it's called the five love languages.com please take that quiz and find out what your primary two love languages are mine
um the thing about love languages is like okay so if you feel yourself being lonely and you're still single what i want you to do is for me like the first one is physical touch so what i would do is practice that love language on myself you know maybe give myself a massage when i'm putting on lotion maybe give myself a hug you know give myself some cuddles or like quality time quality time is a lot of people's love language um i would say you know give yourself a me day um occasionally if i have a day off I'll do a lot of things that I enjoy doing to give me some time and some something to make me feel energized and loved again. So I would go get my nails done. I'll watch my favorite movie. I'll, you know, read a book. I'll write something. I'll, I don't know, whatever it is that I need to do to make me fall in love with me again. And that's what love languages can help you do. A lot of people don't know that they have love languages and that it plays into how people express their love. But when you're feeling lonely and all of that, um, I would really suggest tapping into your love language so you can fill your love tank as the author calls it yourself rather than waiting for someone else to fill the tank for you. But um Tim, what are some of your love languages? Like your top 2, do you yeah, know? I'm pretty sure it's physical touch and uh quality time. Um Okay, so we have the same ones. Yeah, and with the quality time one like I rank I think I rank communication like conversations is the highest thing because like if I can't I know in terms of a relationship like if I like I get vibes from our conversation and the way how people talk and about certain situations like I'll instantly know like based on how they'll react to something or how they talk about a certain topic whether like I can love this person or like whether I want this person or not but um in terms of uh, in terms of being single and like enjoying myself i believe that people need to have passion like they need to have to have something that they do like a hobby or a, or a goal for themselves that they can keep track of and like keep track of their progress as they're doing it because um when people are idle like when they don't have a passion or a goal or they're just like going through the motions like like how you said earlier they're going to search for somebody else to like fill up that void that they're not filling up themselves so um if somebody has a passion like if you have a passion or like if you have a hobby say you're trying to learn how to draw and keep her drawing if you're journaling if you're um playing a sport exercising doing anything really that you're passionate about that you think about a lot and you can track that progress then you'll get that satisfaction like the same satisfaction or a similar satisfaction that you can get from being in a relationship without the accountability of somebody else without the extra responsibility without the extra stress like this is only you you are satisfying yourself and there's no consequence or something there's no like there's no extra stuff it's just you in your progress and then that will cause you to be like more satisfied with yourself satisfied with being single and feel like you don't need somebody else because a lot of people feel like they need somebody else but you don't really need somebody else mm-hmm. you just need to like find a passion or like um you just need to like get yourself in order like love yourself and i feel right. like having a passion is a great way to learn how to love yourself Um 
but yeah so five love languages um there's physical touch quality time words of affirmation acts of service and receiving gifts um obviously we both just explained what physical touch and quality time is but i'll go into details about all five of them so you guys can get an idea um physical touch basically means if you're a very touchy-feely person i've always been this way as a kid um and I took the test like five years ago and, and I didn't want to like agree to myself that uh, physical touch was my top love language just because I used to be aggressive with it when I was younger like I would hit people but apparently that is <laughs> one of the ways that I would show my love um I'm just I was really aggressive when I was you can ask I mean any of the people that I was friends with when I was younger you can ask I was really aggressive when it came to physical touch but um that's if you hit people that's that's also another way of showing love obviously you're not doing it to be hurtful but whatever you get the point um hugging people a lot like if you're the type of person that's like oh I'm such a hugger you don't give me a hug um you like to hold hands with your partner you like cuddles and all that stuff um it could be one of your top love languages and oh I should preference by saying this and I say this all the time every time I see this topic come up um it's not that you can't express love in all five ways it's just that you have two love languages that you express it if that makes sense you can express love in all five ways but so like for me I can express love in all five ways I understand how to do it if you're emotionally intelligent I should add um but the way that I'm going to show love and how I'm comfortable doing it is through physical touch and quality time can I give people gifts yes can I tell people that they're beautiful yes can I do something like cleaning their car for them yes but will I be happy doing it probably not if it's not their love language I probably will not be happy doing it and I'll get into more about that but um yeah so physical touch is like hugging hitting holding hands that kind of stuff quality time like I said before is a, is a big one for a lot of people um spit like conversation wise me and Tim talk all the time and I yell at him mostly it's just him listening and I yell but um that's that's quality time maybe going to see a movie with your phones off going to dinner taking a walk in the park or doing an activity that's quality time words of affirmation would be um you telling your partner that you're proud of them that they're beautiful or this and that and the third that kind of thing they need to hear words to feel love um acts of service which is a lot of parents love languages would be doing something for that person like helping them clean the house or um cleaning the car putting gas in their car bringing them fruits and stuff like that that's acts of service and i believe the last one is receiving gifts or giving gifts some people are materialistic and um a lot of people do express their love in this way like my little cousin um she literally her way of showing love is giving gifts like she has to give a gift for birthdays holidays whatever it is I feel like I think she would combust if she didn't give a gift and the same thing back for her she would expect a gift for you know special occasions and stuff like that which is why for Christmas I got her a lot of stuff because I'm not trying to yell that but um yeah so those are the five love languages obviously if you go on the website or read the book you can learn more about it but I just wanted to give a brief overview um I don't think I'll do a whole episode edit, uh, dedicated to it, but I will continue to bring it up because I think it's important. Um, I will also say, like, this does not only apply to your relationships. Like I said, I apply it to my family and friends as well um, because they're important as well. And people use love languages for everything. Um, 
but yeah so like I said you have your top two and um you can express love in other ways you are not limited to the only two that you score the highest in um but it's just whatever you're comfortable with and now pertaining to a relationship I think you need to make it clear that you learn your partner's love languages and um vice versa that way that you guys don't run into things um I'll give you a scenario so me and my ex both had the same love languages, uh, physical touch and quality time, but that's rare. It is very rare that you date someone that has the same love languages as you. Probably one of them, but not in the same top two categories. But um, let's say, well, let me not use my previous exes. Let me use my high school boyfriend. So mine are physical touch and quality time. His is acts of service and I think quality time. Um, so for me to make him happy, I would have to do something for him. And if I had not known that he likes me doing things for him, I would have been like, oh, why aren't you kissing me or hugging me or touching me more? And that, you know, if the person didn't grow up like that as well, that can play into why that person isn't treating you that way in that relationship. But I want you to remember if that person does not know if they're not aware of your languages and how you express love you cannot expect that person to give you love in the way that you want it to be given i need everyone to like just get that out of their minds don't be upset if sally sue doesn't give you a gift because you didn't tell her that you like to receive gifts and instead she tells you that you're handsome every day because that's how she expressed love you you have to learn each other's languages and you have to be willing to you know do the things in each other's languages to make sure that everyone is getting the same amount of love because it's only fair that way and it's the only way that your relationship is going to be long lasting if that makes sense if you guys understand that people are individuals okay you are not the same person everybody has different wants and needs and reasons why they want things to be done a certain way and i think that's what needs to be um talked about in dating more as well but um i don't know timothy you're involved with somebody so you let me know how you deal with love languages so um i know exactly how it is to learn a different love language that wasn't yours because i really had to get this words of affirmation thing down like i am a touchy person that likes to spend time of course but if somebody needs like when i'm in, currently involved with somebody who needs a lot of reassurance and a lot of like words of love and sometimes like i'll get annoyed when i say when i end up saying the same things over and over and she will literally like give me the cue to say it. Like she's one of those people who will like, they want you to compliment them. So they'll like put themselves down, like like feel bad for themselves. And then like, they'll ask you, oh, do you think I'm ugly or something? And I'll be like, oh my gosh, bro. I just told this girl yesterday and the day before that, that she's beautiful and she's still <laughs> asking me, like, how, are you, how do you, how can you literally act, think? that I think you're ugly like what how, how does that even come but I know it's not that like she doesn't actually think I'm ugly she just wants me to say that she's pretty and like that'll, that'll, that'll literally annoy me so much but then I have to realize that that's not it's not about what it's not about the fact that I said it before and she should know it she just wants love like she just wants 
to feel good and like I would do the same thing if I wanted to be in like like if we were together and I wanted her to touch me or I wanted to touch her like I would do the same thing like I would just move her or I would just like touch her but if she so like yeah that's just like I had to learn and it's like an everyday thing but I literally have to know like that I have to say certain things so that she doesn't feel like I'm losing interest because like if you don't meet somebody's love language then it'll literally make them seem make it seem like you don't love them anymore or like you're losing interest just because you're not communicating their love language and so I took that up as a responsibility because I'm like I never want to I don't want to make it seem like I don't like her or something just because I'm annoyed at what like she's saying like this is like if she didn't like to get touched but like if she knew that I like to be touchy and she's letting me do it then I should at least be able to like give her what she wants so right compromise so uh, yeah I still I still put up with the with the foolishness and the cues and the but I know it's for a good cause so I guess it's cool (laughs) (laughs) alright but um to wrap it all up because we have to end soon um I just want you guys to remember dating is not a big game because I know on social media it's like become this thing to play people and like it's funny you know to joke about it I joke about it all the time but am I actually running game on these niggas out here no I'm not why because a huge reason I don't have time and I be sleep half of the time too so even if I wanted to run game I can't I'll probably have my friends do it for me but no um dating is not this game that you play with people people are humans they are not things to be played with stop trying to learn how to play guys because they played you back you when you know deep down inside you ain't a player you're sensitive as fuck and you're gonna be crying the next day because you can't keep up with the guy i want the girls to let that go stop trying to keep up with the boys and the the whole body and being so superficial only thinking about physicals and please release yourself from those bonds okay dating is not this game that you play it's not cool to be known as a player um i want guys to stop thinking that the amount of bodies that a girl has amounts to her worth because it doesn't mean shit body count does not mean a thing and if i ask you your body count is for my health reasons it's not because i'm trying to be nosy i can honestly give two fucks less about how many people you fucked i want to know how many souls i'm getting interacted with and how many tests i need to go take before i get involved with you okay that's why i'm asking for body count dudes will literally ask you for your body count just so they can be like oh your vagina is stretched out little do they know the vagina is a muscle and it's basically saying like okay i fucked one person for 18 times shouldn't my vagina be loose from that but guys are dumb okay their their logic makes no sense stop trying to reason with the boys okay so if a guy is worried about your body count drop that motherfucker because we are not worried about that in 2020 or 2021 or any year after that because body count does not fucking matter okay i just i really have to get that out of the way casual dating is okay i promote it i really think it's the best thing Dating to marry is not necessarily a bad thing. 
you know, I need you guys to just completely understand. I'm not mad about it. I just think it's a really hurtful mindset, especially when so many people are not trying to date to marry, but just make everything clear and you'll be fine. Make sure to have lots of expectations and boundaries set and tell them in the beginning. And last but not least, make sure you learn your love languages and while you're single not while you're in a relationship trying to figure shit out do it while you're single so that when you go into a relationship you have an idea of who you are and how you express love and then you can help your partner if they need help or if they're one of the many guys that are emotionally intelligent then you know you guys will just be fine but um i do really encourage learning your love languages has helped me so much it is not just solely a christian thing it is an everyone thing everyone has love languages and i really promote learning that so as always guys stay tuned for the next episode um next episode will be on new year's eve so get really excited guys and um as always the crazy and the weird with noadia see you guys next time